Welcome to the Adoption and Foster Care Journey, a podcast to encourage, educate, and equip you to care for children and youth through adoption, foster, and kinship care. Hosted by an adoptive mom with over 22 years of kinship and adoptive parenting experience, she's on this journey with you. Please welcome Sandra Flack. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations. And from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. That is Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. Welcome to the Adoption and Foster Care Journey podcast. This is our first December episode, uh, and it kicks off our Advent series of episodes for the month of December. I am Sandra Flack, your host, and it's been a tradition here on the podcast that we spend the month of December focusing on Advent. And I do this because the Christmas season, filled with all of its hustle and bustle, is crazy and busy for everyone, but especially for us adoptive and foster parents, it can be extra challenging. Our kids with trauma histories and possible prenatal exposure, they really tend to struggle even more this time of year. The reminders of loss and grief mingled with changes in routine and overstimulating environments can really trigger big behaviors, right? Big emotions, big behaviors, all of which can leave us parents feeling spent uh, and experiencing anything but the spirit of the Christmas season, right? Can you relate? <laughs> but before we begin um, our first Advent episode focusing on hope, uh, please check out this helpful resource for you. Natalie Vecchione of the FASD Hope Podcast and Sandra Flack of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey Podcast would like to invite you to join their Hope for the FASD Journey, a virtual support community for parents and caregivers raising individuals with an FASD, diagnosed or not. This faith-based community includes an online bi-monthly support group, a monthly VIP conversation, and a private Facebook group which includes a video devotional from Natalie and Sandra every Saturday. To register, visit justicefororphansny.org forward slash training forward slash F-A-S-D. And in addition to the support group, which is a vital resource, um, I am offering coaching on uh, FASD, coaching sessions. You can learn more about them at our website, justicefororphansny.org. Um, and also our last FASD workshop for the year um, is going to be a one-hour lunch and learn. And that is scheduled for Wednesday, December 13th at noon Eastern. And again, you can go right to our website or use the link in the show notes to sign up or to learn more about any of our coaching and trainings. Um, in our workshop, the intro in the 
intro workshop, which is the lunch and learn, um, we do explore the symptoms of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and just sort of scratch the surface on the neurobehavioral model, which is a brain-based approach to caring for kids prenatally exposed to alcohol. Um, So I hope that you will check that out. Uh, Stay tuned to this podcast and to our website for our schedule of upcoming trainings for 2024. Um, We have not posted them yet, but we will be doing that by the end of the year so that you can know the trainings that are coming up. Um, Also, please subscribe or follow or like this podcast. We are not only on all of the podcast platforms where you can listen, but we are also now on our YouTube channel posting all of these episodes, the video version of the episode. So I hope that you also follow us there, subscribe. Um, That's very helpful too. It helps to um, get the word out and make the, the show more accessible to families that are searching and looking for a podcast on adoption or foster care. So we want everybody to be able to access this resource. Um, So I hope that you will do that. And now to our conversation today, we just stepped into December, but it seems as if the holiday season has been off and running for weeks, right? Um, And at times I feel behind before the season even starts. Um, Can you relate to that? Do you feel, do you feel that way? I don't think I'm the only one out there um, who just, who struggles with that and, As an adoptive parent, um, with all of the extra that goes along with that, right? The navigating the trauma, prenatal exposure, um, combined with the large family. I've always had a large family. So it's like a lot of extra things to do. Um, We homeschool. um, I run our our nonprofit, JFO. Um, Just so much going on all the time. I sometimes find myself dreading the extra work um, that Christmas brings on top of my already busy schedule and and challenging days, right? It's like, okay, now I have to do extra shopping and I have to plan and think and try to figure out, you know, the Christmas list and stay within the budget. And um, there's the, the baking and the decorating and the wrapping and the extra events that go on at church or school or, or out in the community. And while I love all of those things, sometimes it just seems like a whole bunch of work when when the days are already hard and and heavy, right? Um, all this, you know, going on at the same time, our kids tend to have increased stress and anxiety and and um, that goes along with things this time of year, right? And all of it always seems to threaten to rob the joy of the season. At least that's how I feel sometimes. I love Christmas but I have to be careful not to lose that loving feeling, that festive holiday spirit, right? That we all long for this time of year, but it can just get lost in all of the crazy. And that's why several years ago, I started to focus on Advent and utilizing several different Christmas and Advent devotionals Um, and Bible studies each December as part of my daily time with the Lord, because I always felt like, you know, I'm rushing through Christmas with all of this extra work and things with the kids can get harder. And I just, I feel robbed of having that 
just that holiday spirit where I want to relish and enjoy the season and and focus on the Lord and the birth of Christ and all of the things. Um, but it can be just so hard. So I started using devotional um, and that has really helped to be very intentional at the beginning of December to take time each day to, to either read a devotional or a book or a Bible study. Um, and it's really, really been helpful. And that's where really these podcast episodes throughout the month of December, where we focus on Advent came from, because I began to share what I was learning and because I felt like I know I'm not alone in this struggle. Um, so this year I'm reading the book, um, it's the Dawn of Redeeming Grace, Daily Devotions for Advent by Sinclair B. Ferguson. It's a beautiful red and gold book. I have no idea where I got the book. It was in a stack of books on my bookshelves, and I cannot even tell you when I got it or where I got it. All I know is there it was when I needed it, and I'm like, I'm using this book. This has been a great, and it's been a great book. I just started it because it's the very beginning of December, um, and it really, really helps keep me focused on Jesus, right? The reason for the season. Um, and it helps me to experience that hope and love and joy and peace of Christmas, which are all of the um, Advent Sunday themes, right? So we're going to start with hope. Um, and my hope for you is that these Advent episodes this month will encourage you throughout the holiday season as well. Um, Advent is a time of expectant waiting and preparation for the arrival of Christ. Now, I opened the episode with that verse from Matthew chapter 1, verse 17, which, you know, with the generations and all that <laughs> might not have sounded like an encouraging verse that I would normally open the show with, but it points to 42 generations from Abraham to Christ. Um, even more generations, if we actually go all the way back, um, even farther back than Abraham, if we go all the way back to Adam and Eve, right? And, and the fall, it's over 2000 years of waiting. It must have felt like forever, right? I have a hard time waiting two minutes sometimes, two hours, two days, right? We have a hard time, you know, two weeks, two months is painful, but 2000 years had to feel like forever to the people of Israel um, to expectantly wait for the coming Messiah. And I started to realize they were expectantly waiting. They were waiting, expecting him to come. Um, and I came across the poem. There's a poem in this devotional that I wanted to read to you. Um, the poem is by... Walter Chalmers Smith. It's it goes back to the 1800s, so it's an old poem, but I really loved the wording of it. It says, Earth was waiting, spent and restless, with a mingled hope and fear, and the faithful few were sighing, Surely, Lord, the day is near. The desire of all the nations, it is time he should appear. Earth for him has groaned and travailed since the ages first began, for in him was hid the secret that through all the ages ran, son of Mary, son of David, son of God, 
son of man. And the title of the poem is Earth Was Waiting, Spent and Restless. Do you ever feel that way? Spent and restless? You know, I'm sure over those 2,000 years of waiting, the people of Israel felt spent, restless, forgotten, lonely, misunderstood, frustrated, waiting for their hope to be fulfilled. But God had not forgotten them. He was rolling out his plan when it seemed all was dark and hopeless. He kept his promise and delivered on the time, the Christ child. He delivered on time, the Christ child, sorry, um, that long awaited Messiah, right? He hadn't forgotten, but there was a timing involved and God always keeps his promises. Mary delivered a baby and God delivered hope. God kept his promise to Israel and we can trust him to keep his promise to us too. And I think of Psalm Psalm 39 verse 7 where it says, And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. And the writer of Hebrews states in chapter 10, verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Friends, whatever challenges you're facing on this parenting journey or in life in general, our hope is in God. He's our promise keeper. He is faithful. Take a look back through your life and list all of the times he has been faithful. I keep a thankfulness journal and really it's a record of the it's, it's a record of the things that I'm thankful for, but it reminds me of all that God has done and provided and answered prayers. If you journal, I used to be a big journaler back in the day before we adopted five kids, because once they all came home, I like, you know, if I could at least get my Bible read in the morning and 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 some praying in the, the, the days of lingering in a journal kind of disappeared for me. But I do keep my thankfulness journal because I can keep a list um, and it doesn't take that long to do that. But it still is a record of looking back on all the Lord has done, right? He is faithful. We can point out those things. And then when we're reminded, when we remind ourselves of his faithfulness, right? We're encouraged because then we see where his hand has been at work in our lives. And he has been faithful. He is faithful. He'll continue to be faithful. We have to have that hope, keep our hope in him. He is our hope, right? That's where we need to, to focus. So I encourage you as you go through the holiday season, look back and ponder those things of where the Lord has answered prayer, prayer where he has provided, where um, you can see his hand at work and, and thank him and rejoice in those things. 
Also, get yourself an Advent or Christmas devotional um, or start reading a chapter a day of scripture. Several years ago, I did a Bible study, not really a Bible study. I read a book. I guess it was sort of a Bible study. And it was it was a Christmas Bible study where you went through the book of Luke. There are 24 chapters in the book of Luke. So if you start on December 1st, now, mind you, we're already into December. Um, this podcast episode launches December 4th. So, but if you did a chapter a day of the book of Luke, it would bring you through to the end of the month, right? And that can be a way that you're focusing on Christ throughout the month of December. And I I, I did a Bible study that actually walked you through each day, the ch- a chapter in the book of Luke. Um, and that was, that was precious. I loved doing that. And I loved the fact that it lined up with, I could read a chapter a day. And if it's a longer chapter, you can read half of it in the morning and half of it at night or read all of it at bedtime or whenever you can get that in there. But um, I recommend some, get, get yourself some kind of a devotional advent uh, book, um, even uh, using, using the little, the little devotionals, the um, upper room books, um, encounter with God, those, those little ones that sometimes churches hand out um, and use that for a daily reading throughout the season, because that will help you be grounded and focused and, and start your day right as well. Um, In the devotional that I'm using this year, this, this beautiful red one, Redeeming Grace, um, the author highlights that God kept his longest standing and hardest to keep promise of all by sending Jesus born in a manger to die for our sins and rise in triumph. He is our Lord and savior. God keeps his promises. He is our hope. He is where our hope comes from, right? He's where our help comes from. So I encourage you as you go throughout this holiday season, and especially as you go throughout this week to, to, Think on these things and and try to meditate on and focus on the fact that Jesus is our hope and whatever we're going through, however hard it may be, God's got it. He is faithful. Our hope is in him and he will come through for us. And I, I, I want to end also um, as I wrap up with lines from a familiar Christmas carol uh, by Phillips Brooks. I never know who the writer of the Christmas carol was, but it's a very familiar one. I'm not going to see, sing it. I'll spare you that, but I will recite um, a few lines here. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. How still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by yet in the dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Friends, I pray that you will experience that hope that is only found in Christ throughout the holiday season and beyond and into the new year. 
I pray that you experience that and and we can, if we're intentional about seeking him. So I'm going to wrap up. Thank you for listening or watching the Adoption and Foster Care journey today. I hope that you were encouraged by this Advent message. Um, join me next week for the next Advent message. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, again, be sure to let us know by subscribing or following or liking um, and let your fellow adoptive and foster friends, fostering friends know about this podcast so that they can listen and watch um, and be encouraged and feel supported and equipped too. Um, we're not on this journey alone. We link arms together. We encourage one another um, and we're here to support you. Uh, be sure to find and follow us on social media. Justice for Orphans is on uh, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, um, as well as myself, Sandra Flack. I am on all of those platforms as well. So please find and follow us. Um, and again, our hope is in Christ. Focus on him. He is our promise keeper. We can trust him. I'm grateful that you chose to spend your morning, evening, your time, your day, um, a little bit of it anyway, uh, with me. And I'm grateful to have you along for the journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey podcast, brought to you by Justice for Orphans. We hope you were encouraged today. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review and share it with your fellow foster and adoptive parent friends so they can be encouraged too. Be sure to find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Justice for Orphans. And check out our website for vital resources at justicefororphansny.org.